Congratulations to Far Out on being awarded the Al Gore Award for the most eco-friendly podcast in the U.S. Far Out proudly recycles all beer bottles after each show and now has 35% less carbon emissions. It's time to get far out with Todd Perry. 7-Eleven, you'll see the same guy there 24 hours a day for a week. They're like firemen. But you go to McDonald's, you never see the same person twice. Buck Perez. Yeah. Yeah. God is great. Yeah. God's good. What if God was one of us? And I'm your announcer, Elliot Dagan. You know, I'm not a psychic. I don't know the inner workings of the spirit world. Welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Perry, and the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Todd, how are we doing? Doing good, Buck. And to the left, our announcer. Hey, hey, hey. Elliot Dagan. How's it going? The great yeah. Elliot Dagan. Now, Buck, before we get into things here, oh. we have some good stuff on the show today. We got, First of all, we've got uh, a new creative endeavor I'm, uh, endeavor I'm working on, we're going to discuss. And also, because this is kind of our New Year's show, even though, you know, last show we did a bit about... You know, trends that should end or whatever in the, the new year. We, ha- we have some predictions from a world-renowned psychic oh. about what's going to happen in the next year. So you're going to learn a lot from this show. Is it Cleo? I wish we had. You have to pay for Madame Cleo. <laughs> Call <right>? me now. <laughs> she was the shit. I see a joint in your future, man. <laughs> I wanted to hang with Cleo. Me and Cleo. But, uh, yeah, <clears throat> so these predictions, even though a lot of predictions haven't been coming true, we're still here. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, F you minds. Yeah, F you wow. minds. Yeah, I'm saying it right now. I mean, they had everyone scared for like years. For for hundreds of hundreds years. Hundreds of, yeah, I mean, <laughs> F you minds, come on. I, yeah, I got, I got together all my Mayan friends recently, and I gave them all a vicious tongue lashing and a, and a finger <laughs> how, waving. How dare you? Yes. Yeah. Shame. For Be- shame, sir. Because for a minute, like, everyone cared about them. And they were just hogging it up. Well, it was our ancestors. We could be right. We are, go- you know. This year, I hear the Dutch think the world's going to end. <laughs> mm. And see, great that, Norse tradition. But that's what kind of pissed me off too. Is like a lot of Catholics and people that I know were like, "Oh yes, the world's coming to an end because of my." And I'm like, well, "Do you let, believe let, in Catholicism or, or a Mayan religion?" Let's, I'm let's sorry. Be honest, the Catholics—they've been wanting the world to end for they, a while. Oh, for uh, they've been jonesing for it, man. <laughs> they want that shit. They're just waiting. They got they got a whole book in the Bible about yeah. it. I remember during Y two K. I think I've told this, but I don't you know, reiterate. We uh, I, I was not seen, but I went out once with this preacher's daughter, oh. and it it was like her dad was this big chapel over in Hermosa Beach, and it was 1999, and they were totally hawking the the fear of Y two K, and just like what's going to happen after that date, and all this shit's going to go down, and here's a book, buy the book, and you'll know what to do, and I'm just like. People are fucking lost. So they were selling a book at the church? Yeah, yeah. The Y2K Survival The Y2K Survival, yeah, yeah. How did they shoehorn that into Christianity? Because I don't believe... I wasn't impressed at all. Like, I, uh, yeah, I went to one mass thing, and I'm like, yeah, I'm out. I can't do this. This is not cool. Sorry. Because of your father, I will no longer be seeing you. Just give me the notes to the shit, and let me get going. The cliff notes? Yes, basically. (laughs) I used her. So maybe in my attempts to get out of this show... 
I have been recently. I've been writing a book. Now, this this is not bullshit. Oh. This is I, I've tweeted about it slightly, but uh, I've been writing a book, and I'm I'm, I'm quite proud of it. Book. I'm thirty. <laughs> <laughs> Fiction, nonfiction. <laughs> yeah, what, yeah, what do you what do you got going on here? It's a novel. A novel. Yes, the great American. Novel. <laughs> I have been writing the great American novel in my home. I'm sorry. The great American writing a novel. Yes. I'm a great American writing the great American novel, which sounds like something Bill O'Reilly would say. But I've been I've been writing a novel, and I'm 32 pages into it, and I think it's 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 going pretty well. And the the, the basic point of it is that it's a it's kind of a noirish story about about a guy who steals pop culture artifacts. He's like a pop culture Indiana Jones is kind of the the idea, and people can judge that for what it is. But when the book comes out, hmm. it's when gonna, the shit hits the fan. For all the people in this world who still read, they may have a laugh at <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, you... For all those Kindle owners out there. You, you read? Yes. <laughs> you read? <laughs> read? Really? Yeah, I read books. Uh, it's finished I, uh, some Oscar Wilde books. I mean, I, what Oscar Wilde were you reading? Uh, the Picture of Dorian Gray. Uh, the, you, oh, oh, that Oscar Wilde? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hipster. I'm sorry. Is the it, importance of being earnest? Is it the Portrait of Dorian Gray? Picture and I, and I could watch the uh, movie version, which is starring Catherine Heigl, which is coming out next year. They're making a movie about it. I doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I just thought I could. she plays S- Sybil Vance. Ah, <laughs> yes, but I'm I'm sorry, I'm not red. I'm not well read. You're not red. No, I'm not red at all. No, <laughs> you're only red in the no, face well, sometimes. Yeah, that's that's, it. that's all it is. And I'm sorry, Todd. I, I I I don't think I could even get through it, even if it was written by you. Like, you don't I'd, think so? I'd try to, but... Book yeah. on tape? Look Again, look at the show. Audible.com. You two are sitting with like two things of uh, words in front of you. Two things of words. <laughs> two pieces of paper with words in front of you. And I'm sitting down here, you know, I'm cast alo- alone over here on my own island. Nothing nothing but nothing but this. The nothing only, but this. That's all I've had in my whole life. The only nothing wo- but the brain. The only words in front of Perez right now are written on an Oreo cookie. <laughs> and, a, and a Nutter Butter thing. Yeah, exactly. There's no words on a nutter butter. <laughs> yeah, well, it says nutter butter bites. For the literate portion of the audience, <laughs> I, I'm working on a book, and I hope to be done with it in a couple months. Hmm. But in, I, I don't quite have a title yet, but, but there are a couple ideas for books I had which I did not finish, but I kind of tooled around with them a little bit, wrote a couple pages here and there, and I realized it wasn't going to work, or I just lost interest or whatever. But this book I am going to finish, and uh, I already have a deal with one of the uh, listeners of the show, uh, Jay. Albatron. Uh-huh. And he said that once you get to 50 pages, send it to him. He wants to read the first 50 pages. And that's where all the jokes are. <laughs> so, But uh, anyway, so I, have, I had a couple of ideas. And I don't have a title yet for this book, but there are, have been some titles that I, uh, I did work on a little bit. I think the book should be written after the title. Like you think title first, then book. Very movie system. Yep. Yeah, that's, that's how I think. But well, me personally, I realized I might actually have something of substance because I didn't know what the title was. Because normally you just come up with the title of something and then you just kind of foist it in there, like all of our shows. Hmm. You know. Uh, but so I have a I have a the failed ideas. The first one was uh, was a diet book, which you know a lot about. Yeah, I've been on a little bit of that. I lost seven pounds recently, but uh, the the diet book is called. The Mexican food diet, mm. and it's basically how to lose weight eating Mexican food every day. Huh. And that—that that was the whole point. Just because you know they have like you know they have like the cake diet where you eat cake every day, or the cookie diet. I wanted to, to write a book that was like eat lardy fatty stuff, like indulge 
intravenously inject Manteca and lose weight. I don't know how it was going to work out. That was the problem. But the basic idea was that I wanted to write a book telling people to eat Mexican food every day. Well, I think if you eat enough lard, it's going to pass all through your system. You're going to lose weight every day from that. Really? Hmm. Are you a doctor? Can I quote you on this? Sure. Dr. Elliot Dagan <laughs> says, eat lard every day. Remember that little asterisk at the bottom of the screen. Eat lard folks. every day. <laughs> what he the, says. The guy with beer uh, with a beer in his hand and a crown on his head <laughs> sitting right next to me. Eat lard every day. But there was another book I have, which actually we have an excerpt that uh, Elliot can read. Because uh, I can't, obviously. Go ahead. You, Elliot, okay. I cannot read. But. You were banned from reading lists on the show like four episodes in. Yeah, I know. We used to have a bit called... Like, I never I never got a shot. Go no, ahead. you did get a I shot. I got one. I got one. You got several. I got, <laughs> I got one. You got several. You failed. We, no, we used to do a bit called Buck's News, and it was stuff from the Weekly World News. Yeah. And then we'd have Buck read, and The then material's Buck, bad. No, but here's the thing. Buck would start Fair reading, material. and it would be like this. It'd be like, uh, here we go here. Here's a story about Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a story about Michael Jackson. And then you kind of buzz through it a little bit, and then yeah. you switch into an English accent. That's in the middle. my style. That's the style. Man. But it's unintelligible. How 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 how? Yeah. <laughs> how how how? That's my style, man. I mean, I want the system to conform to me. Buck swag, dog. Buck swag. Yeah, it hasn't worked yet. <laughs> Fuck this noise, right, Buck? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck this noise, man. Fuck that noise. Thank you, Elliot. Elliot's Elliot's awesome. Seven here every week. I know Todd's not happy because basically <laughs> Elliot is enabling the Buck, not Brian, but Buck. That's what's coming out. Todd's not digging it. <laughs> so my book I wrote, I wrote part of, and the the, the book is called um, Juggalo Love, and it's Ooh. a it's an erotic novel detailing the passionate relationships between a juggalo named Shuckles mm. and a juggalette named Meredith Baxter Titties. I thought. Uh, is is it Juggalette or Juggaho? I don't know. It could be Juggaho. I think Juggalo. they are known as Juggaho. And these yeah, are, these are people who are big-time fans you, of Insane Clown Posse. You don't want to offend that crowd. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you call her Juggaho. Well, I didn't finish the book, but Elliot has a little excerpt, and it's an erotic novel. Now, let me get some sexy music queued up here. So Please do. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Taking that. <clears throat> Juggalo Love by Todd Perry Him have good pecker Takes me from behind like barnyard animal It feel good, but last shortish Oh I forget he name, but Remember that Met him in cornfield in Illinois Sex so good I give him all my cotton candy Sometimes I wonder about whether he have brother with good pecker too Ooh, that that sounds good right i would actually read that yeah that's and and see it's the cadence is in my vernacular <laughs> it sounds like like it, it is the voice in my head like that's oh, yeah? What, yeah him have a good pecker <laughs> it's a line that's in there yeah. yeah i'm a good pecker can you can you just read this? I I like the way. Maybe if we do an audio book, if I ever finish this book, I'd like you to read just a, just a little 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 more there. Ellie. Let me get this music up, sounding nice and sexy. Mm. Here we go. Oh yeah, now you in the mood, Elliot? Always. I think your nipples are hard just reading this. 
everything's hard reading this. My sphincter. Well, is it three o'clock? Hold on, Todd. What time is it? <laughs> oh, is that, is that all it is? I'm sorry. It's actually three fifty. <laughs> I can't keep Whoa. it up for fifty minutes. All right, all right, Elliot. Let's 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 hear one more. Let's hear it one more time. Just nice and sexy. Because if it sounds good enough, I might finish the book. An excerpt from Juggalo Love by Todd Perry. Him have good pecker. Takes me from behind like barnyard animal. It feel good but last shortish. I forget he named but remember that met him in cornfield in Illinois. Sex so good. I give him all my cotton candy. Sometimes I wonder about whether he have brother with good pecker too. That's good, right? I think maybe I should finish that book. Yeah. How would you like to be a papa too? That's what it reminded me of the last line. So. Being a pepper? How would you like to be a pecker too? I don't know. The pe- whole pecker thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> who, who says pecker? I don't know. Jugglos? I know. <laughs> are they like... People from New Jersey? Are they, are they like the newlywed game back in the day? Well, see, Making would... whoopee out there with their peckers? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, see, what I was trying to do is I was trying to get in the mindset of the juggler. Because the thing is, when you're a good writer, you understand the context of the thoughts that the ideas are coming from. Right. And immediately it was like, it was like I was just picturing this juggalo woman. And she's got the face paint on. And she's kind of heavy. And there's this guy. And he's kind of balding. And he's Does like, she have braids? You know what? Yeah, she has braids. And the guy comes in. He's kind of chubby. And he has a big uh, picture of Violent J on his shirt. And... They're kind of in rural America, and I just I just thought about him removing his pants, and what would a woman say from a woman's perspective? And I thought I don't want to think about any of this. <laughs> is, is this at all from the man's perspective? Like at all? No, it's from a woman's perspective. <laughs> the whole thing. Wow. Yeah. A jug of hoe. And she just thought him have good pecker. Can I just mention some? Okay, it's called. I'm sorry, jug of hoe love. Yeah. Is the female in it? She is white, Caucasian. Uh, most likely white. White trash. Can yeah. we make her jug of hoe man, uh, black dude? And call it Juggalo Fever. I could, but I don't think there's a lot of black juggalos. I think it. I. I, I just don't. I've never seen one. You're crossing. In, the, you're crossing the face in paint, Stevie the face Wonder with juggalos. The face paint is going to go in theme with the show, or what? Tell What's me that? Blackface. I know this show has a good theme of blackface. Oh yes, it does. Still wearing. I'm telling his. you, he's always wearing blackface. It's always on. Oh no, but I mean, I'm saying the black juggalo <laughs> isn't in blackface. It's black. You know, it's black on black. There are black juggalos. I'm sure there are. Are there? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there are. There's got to be. There's got to be one there's black g- juggalo. There's one token black juggalo yeah. who they pay. There's got to be one black juggalo out there. Well, I know Ice Cube played at the meeting of the juggalos once. Please, if, if any fans could get a picture of a juggalo. A please. black juggalo. Yeah, black juggalo. I want to see African-American juggalo, sir. Uh, whatever. All right, we're going to well, move it's on. It's cool. It's cool. There was one other book idea I had, which I started writing, and this was a piece of fan fiction. And uh, the the book was called The Bible Unabridged. And it was basically like you take the Bible and then I wrote fan fiction for like other chapters in the Bible, like other uh, books of mm. the Bible. Like, because, you know, the, the Bible, you know, mm. normally when you pick one up, it's like, you know, 1,200 pages. It's kind of it's short, you know. Mm. Yeah. Uh, by the way, has the Bible ever been print, printed on paper that was worth anything? Because normally every time it's like nearly see-through paper. Is there at any point where someone printed a Bible on some good some good stock? I think that's like the rich people Bible. Gutenberg. Yeah. yeah Gutenberg yeah, some Bible. Gutenberg, some, good, some good old Gutenbergs. Yeah, I always used to... Gutenberg! Used, 
The uh, the thing back in the day was you could smoke a joint with the Bible the Bible paper, paper. Yeah. yeah. But then you go straight to hell, <laughs> straight to hell. See, that's me. My voice right there. That's that's me doing that. Yeah. So basically, I, I wrote I wrote a, I wrote a chapter, and one was like you know you had the Ten Commandments, and and God spoke to uh, Moses and gave him the Ten Commandments, and mm. I thought, what if during the same time. When the Israelites, right before uh, getting the Ten Commandments and going through the Red Sea, what if God spoke to the Israelites when they were slaves, right, right before they were let out of Egypt? Hmm. And what if he just spoke from the mountaintop? And I just thought, oh, you know, might be interesting if God kind of laid down some other rules. Now, th- these aren't this- these kind of do reflect the author, which, you know, they have to. That's part of being an author is having a unique perspective and vision of the world. But I thought that what if God spoke to the Israelites before that and just laid down some simple rules? So, Elliot, I have what, a, an excerpt. I'm sorry. I don't mean to get deep. But what if God had a name? What would it be? And would you call it to his face? If, Yahweh. If you were faced with him. Yeah, I'd, why? I'd like, to, I'd like to just ask one question. Cause, yeah. Yeah. God is great. Yeah. God's good. What if God was one of us? Just a slob on a bus? Just a slob like one of us. There's some stranger on the bus trying to make his way home. Mm. I didn't mean to get deep. I'm sorry. That just mm. It just rat- we don't, we don't rattled through about, my head like we that. We don't talk about religion on the show. I don't want to <sighs> get too much. But Okay, so here's a but little bit. you wrote bit. a book about it. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, I added on You to wrote a book. the book on it. <laughs> I figured also the Bible's like the best-selling book, like right after... Um, <clears throat> Uh, you're throwing a wide net out there, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I want to sell some books, so yeah, I just so figure if I, yeah. if I take the Bible and I dollar, just dollar bill, y'all, right? Two hundred more pages. And oh, by the way, this was divinely inspired. <laughs> just as a caveat. Oh yeah, but you got it. Has to be right. Yeah. So okay. So what do we got there, Elliot? All right. Uh, this is an excerpt from the Bible Unabridged by Todd Perry. Yay, the God spoketh down from the heavens, and the Israelites took notice. As the mouth of God opened, he said, Israelites, thou shalt knoweth thee three truths spoken from the mouth of God. The first truth, pencils shall only be number two. No number one or three pencils shall ever be made. The Israelites shuddered in fear and immediately hid the number three pencils from the eyes of the Almighty. Was the Almighty named Ticonderoga? The second truth. God spoke again. Throughout your life, you will never see the same person at the drive-thru window at McDonald's. It will forever be a new face. The Israelites quickly ran to the nearest McDonald's, took Intar, the lesser, and threw him into a well, then removed him from the well and stoned him repeatedly. The mouth of God opened again. The third truth. This is the most important truth. I have cursed all of you with the strange sensation that when you must use the restroom, for no apparent reason, the urge will become stronger and stronger the closer you get to the toilet. (laughs) That is all. Love God. Upon hearing the third truth, the Israelites picked up swords and ran towards the Red Sea, shouting, Our God is a benevolent God. It's good, right? It's very true. I mean, mean, it is true. I mean, you know, if I'm going to write from the perspective of the Almighty... I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna bring a little bit of hashtag real talk to it. Sometimes I don't even have to take a deuce when I'm in the bathroom. I I just suddenly have to, like I see the toilet. <laughs> Wait, no, no, you just walk to the bathroom sometimes yeah. and sit down without having to go. I know you don't have this problem. Sometimes I'm combing my hair, 
I'm sorry, that was a big joke. I'm oh. supposed to laugh. I know I'm messing with them. I'm sorry. You didn't no, I'm sorry. Okay. I haven't combed my hair for two years. <laughs> okay, yeah. so anyway, you should just shave it all off. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. This is right, not the topic. Right, right, right. Sidebar, sidebar, right, yeah. sidebar. You should, you should go to the Oscar route. Sidebar. We already did a show. Where we talked about my baldness. We did a show. We talked about Mark Chambers sidebar. losing his hair, kind of. All right. And now, okay. So you right, go so in. I, I, I frequently. Can I just say, look at this. Lustrous. Beautiful and thick. Lustrous. Uh, fuck you. Anyway. Okay, next. So, yeah, sometimes I'll just, you know, not even have to go to the bathroom, but the physical act of being in there. And the sights, the smells, everything in there. You're like a dog. <laughs> it's, it's just conducive, and something in the in the nose goes down to here, and oh, there, there's some stern down there, and yeah. I gotta take care of that now. Yeah, I know. And you ever have a m- moment where, like, let's say you're driving, like the other day, I went to Cafe Rio with my wife the other day, and we had we had uh, we had some tacos, and uh, I put a little habanero sauce on there, and then uh, right as we're walking out, I go, oh, we 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 gotta go, and we, we were like seven minutes from home. And she's like, "Okay, uh, I'll I'll drive, so you can really just jump out of." This. You're like a you're like a seven year old kid. <laughs> I had to oh, go, Bobby, man. we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go. It was burning me from the inside. <laughs> this reminds me of that ghost chili episode. What is it with you and hot food oh, that runs through you? Like I have horrible back breaking <laughs> diarrhea all the time. But it's not like he stops eating the hot shit. No, but I love the hot shit. Yeah, no. It's a huge problem. You're like the guy with like an allergy to a food who just keeps eating it. <laughs> so, yeah, I break out every time and I might die, but it's delicious. Shellfish I so love. Like, let's, say, let's say on a scale of 1 to 10, my need to use the restroom was a 6 when I got to the, the front door of the house, right? Hmm. And so then when you're trying to put the key in, right? And then finally you get into the door and you make a mad rush, right? And we have hardwood floors, so if I run too fast, I could slip and hit my head. But, sure. And so then what the... the Moment then you open, then then you go from six to eight once you hit the bathroom door once you see the toilet and you're trying to you're trying to get the uh... yeah please don't <laughs> Wait, you're, you're trying to get your belt Todd off. was taking off his he belt was taking his pants off <laughs> yeah when, when you're trying to get the belt off what happens is you go from eight to ten right and then you you go to eight to ten and ten means crowning and so then then once then you sit there and you're like ah and you felt to yourself that if 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 you were delayed. By 20 seconds in between you getting out of the car and getting to the toilet, you would have messed yourself. It's, it's oh shit. See, I usually go from six to oh shit. There, yeah. I don't have an eight or ten. I got to say, yeah, if you're I at just a go six, six to oh shit. Six is a danger zone because exactly. once you hit six, it just gets out of control within minutes. I'm clinched. Yeah. yeah. I'm clinched at six. Now, if we would have hit another red light on the way home from Cafe Del Rio, I still, I, I, no, I still would have been at six going mm. to the door. But once mm. I saw toilet, mm. your body just melts down. You lose all control. So God was speaking to the people when he said this. Also, there's mm. some points in there about the number two pencil. Right. Have you ever seen the number you? three pencil? Yeah. Wow! <laughs> shut, that, ru- shut that conversation down. You just ruined the word of God. It's like an improv class. They, they yes. tell you to never say no, like to anything, because then it just shuts it down. Yeah, no, by saying three. yes, you just shut that shit down. Yeah, number three B. Yeah, we use that shit in art all the time, man. I never took art. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, yeah. It's only yeah, t- it's it's only in art that you would use any of the other numbers. All right, blasphemer. <laughs> all right, next. Next, and the yeah. other the other point was McDonald's. Wait, art class, art class. The, Art? The devil's class. Yes. It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. That's where all those uh, drug users and free lovers went. Mm. Yeah. But, and then also, McDonald's. Whenever you go through, like, you have your local McDonald's, right? Because, Buck, earlier you brought a uh, McDub for me to have a McDouble. Two McDubs, one McChick. Yeah, you, thank you for the McChick. Delicious. Delicious. You got it. 
you never see the same person at the drive-thru, right? Like, you, you, you drive through there, and you're like, oh, okay. You're like, maybe I should establish a relationship if it's my local McDonald's. Like, much like the, uh, the, the, the McDonald's and 7-Eleven are completely different. Local 7-Eleven convenience store or Circle K, depending on uh, where you live. Um, the uh, 7-Eleven, you'll see the same guy there 24 hours a day for a week. Hmm. Always the same dude right. for they're some like, reason. They're like firemen. You know, <laughs> but you go to a McDonald's, you never see the same person twice. You never go. I'm not going to uh, establish a relationship with the woman handing me the bag with the McChick or the McDub because you will never see them again. Right. That's the one person in life you can abuse. Sadly, you know, is, is you, I'm never going to see you again. The, the biggest guarantee you will never see a human being again is if you see them through that window. I think uh, it's. I think you're looking at it through a bad perspective. I like to see it as a positive, and I like to tell the same shitty joke every time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like I'll walk up to McDonald's and be like, "I'll have two tacos, one burrito," and 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 by that by that time they're cracking up. They're cracking up laughing. Yeah. Oh, you you in your the McDonald's? You're, you're that guy. I'm that guy. Oh. Yeah, I'm that guy. But- I'm that guy. Because they're only going to be working there for a week, so fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> They'll know me as that guy. And then next week, same joke, different person. But the so manager in the back has to listen to fucking all of the fucking orders. He's like, that shit. Oh, that guy again. Watch out for some guy that asks for a burrito. <laughs> all right. So it's uh, the year 2013 is just around the corner. You minds. And... Uh, <laughs> And I want to know, as everybody else does, is what the hell is going to happen next year, right? Like, there, there's a, there, I mean, we live in a world of constant change and turmoil, and people are always thinking, oh, the end of the world is coming, or things are going shitty. But I think generally, as a world, things are getting slightly better. It's a, that's a bigger conversation that we need to have. Yeah. But there are some. Um, I'm I'm personally kind of an optimist, and I think that you know societies uh, get better and better throughout the world. But uh, I've decided that we should, in um, approach a psychic, to find out just exactly what's going to happen next year. Wow. Because we we don't know, and maybe maybe these things will come true. Maybe we can revisit it later next year to see if any of this stuff actually does happen. Mm. I don't want to know who the psychic is, but do they bend spoons? Uh, no, that's this kind is, of my criteria for that. Uh, Do they have the ability? They have to bend spoons. Now, this this woman didn't bend any spoons. Her name is Cheryl Lynn. Maybe she does it in her off sounds, time. Yeah, she's a she's a part time spoon bender. <sighs> Cheryl Lynn sounds kind of I don't know. I'm sorry. Hickey. So, well, it sounds like a porn star actress. Yeah, yeah really. it does. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. So okay. So we have some uh, Cheryl Lynn. We just have a couple predictions. <laughs> is, her, is her last name Spears? Cheryl Lynn Spears. <laughs> Because it sounds like she's in that clan. And Glee, Britney Pierce. Yeah. I don't watch. I've been saying I ever watch. Sounds like you do. Oh, she's hot, by the way. Sounds like you do. My wife the other day. They had the like my my wife loves Glee, and they had the Glee concert the other day. And she was watching it on TV, and there's this mm. gal on the show called Britney S. Pierce, and and the the live show they did in concerts. This girl had a fucking ridiculous body. But anyway, okay, so. She, Back to Cheryl Lynn. She is a world-renowned... I'm sorry, can we go back to Glee? No. Well, we just glossed over Glee. Just glossed over it. She's a world... There's going to be a lot of angry Glee fans. Oh. Gleeks. Yeah. But, uh, so... Needs to end. This woman here has some predictions for the year 2013. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's hear some. Tell me now. Uh, let's uh, start 2012 
predictions. I'm sorry, 2013 predictions. <laughs> She's already and, off. And uh, I did these on um, March 10th, 2012. Ooh. Okay? Well, the first one I got for the uh, predictions for 2013... Uh, dangerous weather patterns continue in 2013. That's pretty safe. Expect one. the unexpected. Earthquake for the East Coast. Major earthquake for the West Coast. <laughs> whoop, whoop. No. Yeah. Hell yeah, we beat him again. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> fucking killed that East Coast, man. We got the major one. They just fucking shake it out there. This is nothing to be... Fuck them. This is nothing to be excited about. Hey, fuck you, buddy. That's what I got to say to them. That's right. This is nothing to be excited about. What if we whoop, do... Whoop. Sorry, go ahead. Still celebrate. Good. Wow, Buck. I know. I'm You're happy. just dancing on the corpse of the East Coast. I'm fucking sea walking on them. When Buck was watching <laughs> Hurricane Sandy happen, he was like, he was bummed out. Oh yeah, it was it, bummed it was out sad. because we weren't having anything over here. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to compare it to. Like man, they're they're making us look like pussies right now. Look at the look at how strong they look. Yeah. The children that are autistic, they're actually the next uh, step in humanity. They're, they're really advanced souls. They're called crystal children, indigo children. And these children are being born right now because uh, they're going to be able to fit into technology. Is anybody got an autism joke? You may want to make fun of uh, you know, um, mentally ill people. That's anybody? why I'm taking a little break for the moment, if you yeah, know. I, uh, I wanted to weigh in there, and I thought, no. No, no you're not going to go blue? <laughs> no. no, I'm not going to go indigo. <laughs> Okay, but again, we're going to see a lot of autism, uh, a rise in autism. Paranormal activity is going to increase big time in 2013. Uh, more and more people seeing full body manifestations. Uh, dream life becomes active and vivid. Whoa, 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 whoa. So as the rise of mentally ill people comes, so yeah. does paranormal activity, and strangely. I'm sorry, we're going to see full body like in the movies? Like, we're going to yeah. see ghost dick? Yeah, are we going to see some <laughs> ghost, dick? See ghost dick? Ghost pussy? Is that what's going on? I never thought about it that way. Full body, dude. That's what she's talking about. Can we play a clip back? She said full body, right? Uh, she did say full body. Are they going re- to they, <laughs> penetra- remake Ghost? Is and it, it's going to be explicit? Is it full body ad penetration or just full body? <laughs> well, I think for those of you who used to have paranormal experiences where you just saw a head like odds in your bedroom, you're going to see the full body now. Hmm. So I, I don't know what that is, whether it's manifestations Ooh. from the spirit realm, the people are coming in through more clearly, like the basic... Um, the uh, what, what do you call it? The uh, is it going to be the girls gone wild of the spirit right. realm? Or are they or just going to be like, like the old old nannies? <laughs> and you're like, oh, I guess you had shaved legs back in your day, huh? <laughs> Fuck, jeez, how is that? I would like to see some like girls gone wild, like in in the apparition, like at, it's late at night. I go mm. to the refrigerator, grab, grab a Bud Light Platinum, and whammo, just flashed <laughs> by a ghost for three seconds. You got to hold it for three seconds. All right. <laughs> oh, is that the only way it's legit? I don't know. You've seen this. Yeah, I've, I've seen. I've, I've been up late at night. Yes, I've seen the advertisements. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why can't a, I? I'd like to be visited by a Hooters. Uh, Hooters girl ghost. That'd be awesome. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Yeah. Right. Why? Why are ghosts always so dour? Yeah. <laughs> why can't they just be? Why can't they just hot, have a good fucking time? Hot and man? happy just... about their position. You know, <laughs> but, you like know, the, the Hooters girls. And they're always like Victorian era, like wearing Victorian like a era dress. Yeah. You know, in a hundred years. People are going to be really cool with ghosts. They're slutty ghosts. <laughs> yeah, the sluttier ghosts. That's what our society's. Going I to want happen. that. You know that like that ghost that blew Dan Aykroyd in Ghostbusters. I think Ooh, more yeah. of those are. Oh going yeah. To the uh, line between the two worlds are going to become very thin. Those of you very who are light workers like me, uh, it makes our uh, job a little bit easier. Because <laughs> uh, her job's really hard. Because there that are really not into the paranormal, uh, you might see, you know, after your grandma dies or something, you might start seeing her manifest in front of you. Uh, please call a psychic. Please call somebody to explain to you what's happening. 
but that because the veil is going to be so thin. Grandpa? Sounds like this is going to be a really shitty year. <laughs> like, there's nothing. She, she hasn't said at any point, besides the fact that maybe full frontal from ghosts is kind of good, but... Earthquakes. But it's your grandma, dude. Yeah, exactly. Dude. It's full frontal from your relative. Earthquakes, Wait, a rise in the price of gold. It, I mean, th- is it the hot twenty-year-old grandma? How does she? Because she wants to come back like that. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, she doesn't want to come back old and decrepit. Yeah, no one wants to. She see still wants her. to be a grandma, but she still wants to be the. Hot. There are no twenty-year-old grandmas. But in the spirit well, realm, there might be. Yeah. Now, there's going to be uh, some celebrity health scares coming up in 2013. Uh, Larry the Cable God. No! No! Todd, stop this, please. I don't want to know this information. Well, you have seen him. He has been on these commercials. I'm sorry. Go ahead. He has been on these commercials for, like, Prilosec or whatever, where he's talking about he has horrible indigestion. (laughs) Really? You know, it's always funny. You see Larry the Cable Guy on these commercials, and he has completely whitened teeth. But yet he's dressed like a redneck at the same time. He's, he's hickish to hell. He man. shouldn't even have teeth, given the character he's been. Like, Buck, you know, you play the character of Buck Perez. Right. Very man. well. Crazy pothead. Thank you. Now, Larry the Cable Guy, he's got these white teeth, and he's like, okay, now, you should take Prilosec. And I'm thinking, who's taking medical advice from Larry the Cable Guy? Like, what advertising agency goes, this, people are having problem with heartburn? People but, who take Prilosec? This psychic bitch. I mean, she's the first person. Uh, of course, you had to use celebrity in there with Larry the Cable Guy. Cause that's that's the celebrity is. she knows. That's what he is, yeah. And, and I like that she picked him first on the list because obviously she has other ones. Yeah, right? do we have more? All right, let's just finish this off. Let's do this. 2013 is really going to suck. It's going to be rough. rough. Yeah, it's around rough. his heart, uh, lung, something around there. Chaz Bono. Yeah. Chaz Bono. Chaz Bono is going to have a lot of health problems. Well, the biggest health problem is. Chopped off her tits. Right. That's a health problem. <laughs> uh, Lady Gaga. I do feel that Lady Gaga, she's either, she either has lupus or, <laughs> or she has some kind of medical issue that she's kind of hiding from us. Uh, but this going to be manifesting itself even more in 2013. Uh, Kim Kardashian will meet the man she will marry and have children uh, within 2013. And, yes, she's not going to marry again uh, after him. So she will settle down. She will find the right man. And she okay, will have this children. Lady's full of shit. Why, why did she lead with deaths and then Kardashian? Like, why not Kardashian the wedding? They're both death. <laughs> They're both death sentences, man, right there. Exactly. <laughs> it made it sound like this guy's going to die after marrying her. Wow. If you have a prediction for 2013, throw it up there at uh, FarOutPodcast.com. Hit us up on Twitter at, at FarOutPodcast. Let us know what you think is going to happen this year. We're going to review all of this after the year and see if uh, Cheryl Lynn, who I believe is a reputable psychic, hmm. if she's correct. Now, before we end the show, I hmm. want to know what's going to happen in the lives of Buck Perez and oh, Elliot Dagan. God. Oh, God. I have Sherilyn's predictions for your astrological sign. And uh, we're going to start first with uh, a Leo. That's me. Ellie Dagan. You're a lion, my friend. Leo. Romance finds Leo in 2013. Proposals, weddings, engagements. New life to old relationships featured. Yeah, what's going to high five? love and those you love. Doing what you love to do very is very important to you Woo. this year, and uh, broken hearts are healed, and you Woo. are able to love again, Leo. So good for you, Leo. Woo. Wait, so this love means again. oh, so you're get, okay. Broken Wait, hearts that's are not healed. Cool. But this is a weird thing. Okay, <laughs> I like my girlfriend. <laughs> you have a girlfriend, and Apparently the weird thing not. is, they say there's going to be a proposal. They also say broken hearts are healed. 
So do you have a broken heart in your relationship that eventually you're going to propose to your girl and it's going to be to Megan? Who's going to be Megan Dagan? I don't know. That's kind of a rough one with the name. So what, what's happening? Is your heart broken at all? I don't think so. But, you know, I'm not a psychic. I don't know the inner workings of the spirit world. You could be in, like, some real shitty-ass denial right now. <laughs> I, I thought everything was going really awesome. You're going to propose. Do you ha- Okay. Let's be honest. You, 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 your girl doesn't listen to the show. Thank God. Nope. There's been a couple of times she has listened. Now, now, do you have a plan to possibly propose this year? Have uh, you thought about it? This year, uh, no, because I have a should-end job. Well, obviously you are going to propose and everything's going to turn out right because Sherilyn said so. Well, uh, that I believe. That right. I believe. She's, she's a reputable psychic. Buck Perez is a gem. And I don't want to say what your profession is, young man, but it is very honorable. I mean, you're meeting celebs on a daily basis. You are doing it up. I don't know if it's never, honorable. Never be ashamed of that game. It's, <laughs> it's always honorable. It's always honorable. Elliot rides a Segway for work. That is honorable. I will say that is the most honorable part of the job. Look at that. Buck Perez. Yes, sir. Gemini. Here's what's going to happen with your year. Two faces. Gemini. Expect money or advancement to be delayed until the second half of 2013. Oh, she killed me. Oh, uh, second half. Be patient, Gemini. It will come, but it may take another form than what you might think, and more time will be spent with your children or younger members of the family. Cool. And business cool. partnerships are featured. Business partnerships. I wonder what that means. You, you, I don't know. Well, on the grilled cheese truck, maybe you're going to get your own truck. I'm going to align myself with them and so take get, over the world. You're yeah. going to get paid in the, the second uh, part of the year. Sounds like I'm going to get some yeah. change. When you get when your boss hands you a form in the second part of the year, that's, that's where the payout is. What this is, I got it. Wow. thank you, Sherilyn. With your younger siblings, oh, okay. or children, they all have to be in the same room. Like all these <laughs> events children. will happen. And I'm sorry. And was that the end of it? Yeah, that, that was the end of oh. it. No, yours is short. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, they're all about 20 seconds. Sure. And now here, here's mine. Yes, sir. As an Aquarius. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're moving up, moving out, yeah. you're moving on. Lots of comings and goings. Your life is very active and very busy. Many things are going on all at the same time. And you become a master multitasker. Oh. And okay. uh, health decisions are going to be made in November or December of 2013. I'm going to overcome my foot problem. <laughs> that's, that's, not, that's not happening, Todd. Uh, that was the most <laughs> bullshit prediction. Things are coming. Things are going. That, that, that's nothing. And, and I'm multitasking. Everybody's always multitasking. I think maybe they're uh, saying creatively, I'm going to be mastering this show. And then at the same time, finishing my book. Mm, that's good. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Mm. I think it's more of a curse. Like She's saying multitasking. Like I think you're going to have back problems next year along with your foot problems. And I don't want that. I know. I think she just cursed you, though. And you're, you know, that's what she meant by multitasking. Because she's an evil witch. I'd like to thank everybody for listening to the Faro Podcast. I'd like to thank Buck Perez. Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank Elliot Dagan. Always a pleasure. The Faro Podcast is a presentation of the Blue Whip Jackass. Online at farhoutpodcast.com. On Twitter at Podcast questions or comments email us at show at faroutpodcast.com all characters appearing in this work are fictitious any resemblance to real persons living or dead is purely coincidental no animals were harmed in the production of this podcast bros before hoes liquor before beer and you're in the clear no man is an island life is not about finding yourself but greeting yourself 
80% of life is short.